Let well, it I'm roll. talking to Ann, and she's like, "Oh, well, my, I've got a little bit of reverb. Let me let me adjust my Pro Tools." And I'm like, "Jesus, I sound like a moron." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I I remember a little bit back from when we first recorded because I don't I don't think I was doing voice work yet even no you weren't you were still you were still well well, let's let's start recording so we don't have like a weird because we've already talked for like 10 minutes okay (laughs) yeah why don't you just hit that real recorder there Uh, it's been recording okay good Oh, okay all right okay good just gotta um yeah because i think the last time i talked to you i hadn't started yet i was still doing my beer for breakfast podcast yes and so i had I don't know what I was. I was probably recording on GarageBand with like a Radio Shack mic or something, and uh, who knows what was on there. And so, uh, and now I have, uh, I had some engineer friends because I'm in Nashville. Come build a studio in my closet, and I've got a Neumann microphone and an iMac and Pro Tools and the whole whole nine. So. So you went fancy. I went fa- well. You have to because a lot of these places that I'm sending work to. They need the quality to be high quality. So, and I'm out there competing on auditions with people who have been doing this for years and years. So it's it's pretty serious. So, yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Today sucked. It was late. It was a very slow day. So, and uh, well, it's just funny to talk about all. You guys have all had problems today. It seems to be in the air. And then we meet with our, uh, we have a financial planner advisor we meet with about once a year. And it's so funny how different my husband and I are. Because I hear from her, you guys are, she says the exact same news. And I hear, you guys are doing great. And he hears, you guys are on death's door. You have no money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're you're from that radio, you know, where. Oh, yeah. it's, It's really entertainment in general. Yeah, so I'm like, oh my gosh, we've got like money and IRAs and 401ks and stocks and oh my gosh, we even have retired. I'm like, wow, we got a couple thousand dollars in savings. I am rich. And he's like, we are poor. (laughs) And so he's, and he has the day off today. So here I am trying to work and he's just like gloom and doom around the house. And I'm like, and it doesn't help when I'm not working. So it's just like, oh God. Yeah. yeah, I got a 401k, and it's fun to look at because I just think, you know, if I could just take all that money and mm-hmm. pay off my debt, I could be free. But oh, no. you want it? <laughs> Here's something really depressing. So, um, and this is, I don't know what topic we're going get to get into, but this is actually, I guess this could cap, tap into national problems. So, my husband used to be in the film industry. He was a um, uh, focus puller. They call it a... Uh, first AC, first camera assistant. And he worked on a lot of good movies and TV shows. He was on Desperate Housewives for five years. Made very good money. He He kind of got into the same deal as I did with radio, that he just wasn't enjoying it anymore. Whereas people are like, why would you ever leave that? And I felt like we were answering the same questions together. Like, we just didn't like it anymore. So left a really good job to go back to school and become an occupational therapist. He racked up at the age of 43, 5, something like that, 44, something like that, $95,000 in student loan debt. Awesome. Yes. Okay. So, and this is, this is the kicker. So back when I was in college in the 1990s, I got locked into some crazy low rate, like 3%. 
And uh, it's really funny when you have these financial advisor people. I'm like, should I keep paying? I'm paying something silly on it, like $150 a month. And it's like something, it's really low. It's like $12,000 that it will take me 20 years to pay off. <laughs> Same here. Same here. And uh, she's like, no, 3%, who cares? His is something silly, like 8 or 9%. And last year, he, the, what he paid on it, it just it didn't even cover the interest, and it went up another $5,000, like his loan. So, and then this is the kicker. This is, this is how the world works these days. He's on some plan where if you just keep paying on the loan for 20, for 20 years, they'll forgive it. So she was like, I don't know, just keep paying them $200 a month, and then they'll turn it off. Can you believe that? Yeah, I can. That's pretty shit. It's no sense to me. <laughs> There's there's a reason I won't go back to college and finish. Oh my God, they'd it's, rather not get their loan paid off, just take the interest and walk away. It's, well, I mean, you're uh, it's uh, a the racket. thing about loans is you you you're paying you, ultimately you're paying more for the interest one way or the other. Like you're, it's just like an endless stream of 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 just Shit. revenue. Like just and they don't it. have to do anything. Like that's why like I'm in debt like fifteen grand. And yet, I constantly get credit card offers from companies that have turned me down previously. Yeah. Like, Capital One really wants my business, but they didn't want it that bad when I actually applied, like, the week before. Well, that debt just cracks me up for me because I think now, I think it started at something silly, like $20,000. Because I I got one year school paid. It was scholarship. And then I paid some with cash and then... All the, anyway, this is what I have. It's not that much compared to what other people have. But I've paid off, like, two cars. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I could have paid this off. And then my poor husband. And, I, and now I get it when I read all, this, all these uh, news clippings where it's like, it's silly. It, nobody can pay. It's another mortgage. We would all have to be doctors and lawyers to pay off. The amount of debt. And even then, you'd have to live in squalor to pay it off in a decent amount of time. It's ridiculous. Funny enough, my goddaughter actually is about to move to Nashville to become a doctor. Mm. Vanderbilt. Very expensive school. I don't know if it's Vandy. I think it might be a smaller school. Oh, Belmont? I don't think it's Belmont. Those are the two (laughs) schools. I don't want to be a a van. Uh, It's a van down by the river. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, you know. If it's Nashville and she's going to be a doctor from a different school than that, I don't want to be her patient. That's all. <laughs> she's really responsible. <laughs> she's going to, like, Nashville Community College. I no, no. I, I, I forget. It might be Vandy or something. I, I, don't th- I, I know it's not Belmont. Okay. It yeah, Belmont's be. more of a uh, little bit more of a music school. Right on, right on. And a I, law school. But, uh, yeah, Vandy's the big uh, medical school here yeah all the vandy kids i want to i want to talk her out of it honestly but you know she's determined well maybe if she gets a scholarship i mean i've got nephews that have gone to they're going to good schools right now with scholarships and had i had stayed in school and not dropped out i would have had four years free but i was like i want to be on the radio (laughs) i want to make and I'll never forget, it was like 1999, and they were like, we'll pay you $20,000 a year. And I was like, oh, my God. You're like, how amazing is that? I was like, I'm on salary? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Up until the time I was 30, I would have still flipped for that. 
<laughs> and I ain't that far above it now. <laughs> I was, uh, that was a very exciting time for me. So, yeah. Well, let's take a quick break just to say, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Sorry to depress you all with no, 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 loan no. debt. No, no, no. We just want to uh, tell our audience, like, we have Ann Vidra back. Yes, we do. Uh, which, uh, I mean, this is going back. I think the last time we had you on was 2014. Yeah. 2013. Was a while back. Wow, yeah, really? Too. It's been that long. Yeah, she was in our first year. Wow. wow. I saw you guys have like 250 episodes now. Yeah, yep. it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> we, uh, we, we actually did a live episode in front of an audience for, for our 200th. Yeah. No way! Yeah, it was yeah, pretty yeah, fun. It was pretty fun. That's awesome. Yeah, I, it, was, I, it was a mess, but it was fun. It was fun. I we had a bunch of comedians and stuff. It was great. What? We had a bunch of uh, comedians, stand-ups come out, and all kind of oh, stuff. It was really awesome. fun. I uh, I just think it's great that you kept it going, because that was my biggest thing. It was just finding the time. Uh, and, and even, like, tonight, you know, you had a colicky baby. You had right. a guy who got hit by a trash compactor, <laughs> like... You know, this is not something you get paid for, and you've got to do it after work. And you, you know, it that was what stopped me was I decided to start a whole business from scratch. And I was like, I every minute of every day was taken up, and I was like, I can't, right? Because you I traveled can't. for that, right? Because you were going to breweries and what have you. I will, I was, yeah, around Dallas. And uh, and then I was like, well, if I'm going to start this in Nashville, then I should take it bigger. And then I was like, you know, this isn't making me money and I don't have the time to find advertising for this. I need to actually find income for my family. Right. <laughs> so it just, you know, and it's so funny because people bring it up now and they're like, hey, you've, you know, you've settled down, bring it back up again. But um, it's, you know, I'd much rather come on as a guest like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's fun because then I get to relive my old glory days and not have to think about it too much. Anything <laughs> where I don't have to use my brain is great. Yeah, and then you don't have to go through all the like, okay, I got to edit this, put this together, do that over there, I got to move that shit, you know. God. <laughs> well, and my whole day now is editing, where it used to not be. So that's my whole work day is editing, and it's like annoying editing because with voiceover, it's like you have to take out clicks of the mouth and you have to take out breaths. Oh boy. Oh, God. You want to talk about annoying. Yeah. And your company is officially called Vidra Voice now, right? VidraVoice.com. Please go there. Check out my... Uh, I have a brand new commercial demo. Sweet. And uh, I'm uh, now represented by a national agency, CESD, for all radio and TV uh, imaging. So, I'm sure you... You guys are in New Orleans, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, then you hear me on Bayou. That's me, right? You know that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. By you, ninety five seven and uh, classic hits one zero three three also bleeds in there. Nice. So I think I might have that one on my, my radio. I, I honestly, I listen to the radio every once in a while just to sort of like tune out. Yeah. But I drive for a living, so like it's very hard to get me to listen to the radio. But but yeah, Bayou's a pretty big one because they have a uh, Walton and Johnson as their station. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's it's uh, I don't know if it's the biggest station in New Orleans, but it's probably in the top three. I think so. Yeah. Think, yeah it is. Well, their ratings were just came out and were awesome, and so because of that, I'm starting a new negotiation on my contract for more money. Awesome. Nice. And so, as you just mentioned, you definitely need. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually doing you want to hear something so here's here's the voiceover business how crazy it is and starting your own I think starting your own business at all is scary as hell um, 2014 when I first started I had a goal 
to make $1,000 a month because then I would be like, okay, I can at least make income. Uh, <laughs> I did that. I know. And you're like, what? Thank God my husband had some semblance of a, uh, a job. And, uh, and I did that. And we still don't know how we survived. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, last year, uh, you know, my goal was always just to double my income. And now we're getting ready to do my taxes. And it's hard to, like, get the hard number down because it's all... I've got all these 1099s coming in, and then I've got everything I've invoiced, and I've got PayPal, and it's just like a whole mess that I'm sending in. <laughs> right. um, but my guesstimation from everything that I've been adding and whatever is that I did like around thirty six to 40000 wow. So we were talking to our financial lady, and she's like, well, you tripled your income, so you're going to have to do that again this year. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, you're like, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. But, but the trick with that is, is that you don't know how much you're going to make in advance so you probably didn't put enough for taxes or something like that well that's the other thing oh my gosh is my my new year's resolution is to pay quarterly taxes i'm waiting to see what our tax bill is um yeah because you don't pay taxes well uh what i found in the vo world is there's people who are good and remember to pay their quarterlies and people who are bad and who just wait for the big bill at the end of the year and uh, and so I've been saving pretty much half my paychecks for the last four or five months because my husband all of a sudden was like, did you pay any taxes yet? It's <laughs> <was> like, no. <laughs> Oops. Oh, so, shit. Uh, <laughs> do you occasionally just pat him on the back and go, hey, you do realize you get to be the responsible one, right? Like you, I know. You, oh, God. And he to, is. You get to be the one that worries about this shit. Like, he is. I know. And I'm totally like, ugh. And so I found every deduction I could, and we're just going to turn everything in and cross our fingers. So, but yeah, I'm going to start paying quarterlies because, yeah, the taxes. Because I'm like, man, I'm rich. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's either that or try to get the company to start paying you like under the table. Like, hey, can you no. can you just can you just pass me like a wad of hundreds? If only, and because all these places are serious companies. I mean, I got I got a big gig with uh, Living Proof Shampoo. That's the Jennifer Aniston shampoo. Ooh, I got a I got a really so. <laughs> you get samples. Of, I was gonna say, do you get free shampoo? No, what the I, I got a, I actually got a big gig with the government. One of my biggest gigs was with the United States government of all things. Right before the whole like Syria thing happened, where all the refugees were coming across the border, I voiced like a. 30-minute, 45-minute video of uh, what to do if you're taking in an immigrant that's a minor. And it was weird. It was like, you can't have sex with them. You can't <laughs> shop them. It was 30 minutes of that. Well, and they, what's it, the point of taking in strangers if you can't have <laughs> sex with them? <laughs> it was crazy. I don't think they have any good drugs in Syria. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, actually, I then, really want to watch that video now. I don't know oh why. Oh, my God. It it just freaky. And everybody I've talked to said the government pays the best. So I want some more of those. And then I did. And then these are pretty normal, I guess. I did one for Campbell's. And it was just corporate. I do the Corporate is huge. Just stuff that is only shown to people at work or whatever. And it was one of these like, hey, guys. So we brought in some middle management. So now before you... So now send your emails to middle management and they'll look over them and approve them before they send them on. And basically the whole message was, most of you are going to get fired. (laughs) (laughs) And I was in, I was a live session and these people are like, wow, this doesn't sound like bad news at all. You're doing amazing. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the harbinger of sorrow over here. I was like, as a person who used to work I'm for sorry. Clear Channel, this is hysterical. Is yeah. is that a career option? Because I'd be happy to like give people bad news and a place. I know that's yeah, that's literally what I was doing. I thought it was so weird, and then we have all these you know little closed Facebook group. Facebook groups and I was like you guys will never believe what I did and like <laughs> 20 people chimed in oh I do those weekly what do you do <laughs> that's so bad guess this what I did I, I fired a whole bunch of people today <laughs> this is gonna make me sound retarded but uh, I used to watch uh, whoa, what was the name of that show uh, yeah. I don't know the show, the show that Aria Grande used to be on on Nickelodeon uh, but her and this other character decided to start up this business where they would make up songs and then hire themselves out to deliver bad news. So, like, <laughs> it's just uh, like that, yeah. Like a guy didn't want to go out on a date with this chick, so they sent him over, sent her, sent them over to to sing a song about how like they he just doesn't want to go on a date with her, and uh, it I sounds it. sounds lucrative. I can uh. Wayne, you know how to play the guitar, right? Yeah, man. We can, I can get behind that. Let's do it. I think that's a great idea. I think you should do it. We actually All you got to do, idea. seriously, for anything like that, is make an app. <laughs> People <laughs> will do it. Like, I want to send a uh, screw you, you yeah. cheated on me song to my boyfriend, you know, and, and like write the message down. You know, and then have it so like you guys can film it while you're doing it and send it back to the person. Dude, millions. We just figure it out together. Just give me a That's piece. it. No problem. No problem. <laughs> just don't forget to pay taxes on it. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, it's been a while since a woman told me, give me a piece. and I. You got excited there for a second, right? I was, I was hoping it would be something different, but, you know. <laughs> we actually had a business idea a while back that we never did where we would get um, uh, licensed to, to marry people. and Because uh, we were, at the time, we were... Well, I mean, we're, we're still kind of going with the full metal banner on our, our things that we do. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So it was going to be called Full Metal Weddings. And, uh, like, we would just, for people who really wanted, like, fucked up, like, metal weddings and what have you. Yeah, I'd go get, like, a, a, a band right. to play and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm all for, like, even going branching out, like, uh, getting Harry Potter robes and, you know, Quidditch weddings, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Quidditch weddings. I'm okay with that. There's a, well, there's an audience for that. I think so. it'll sell. I think it'll sell. It's an it's a niche audience, but I don't know. Harry Potter's pretty big. It is pretty big. I missed the boat on that one. I went to the first Harry Potter movie with my nephew when he was, I don't know, eight or nine. He's like eighteen now. You gotta skip the first two. The first uh, two were so, awful. The but th- I will look. never forget. I gotta tell you, I'll never forget what he said because he was so great with his words back then. We were like, James, what did you think? And he goes. Harry Potter makes me tired. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you were right on about that. (laughs) It is a long movie. (laughs) Now you got to skip the first two. The first two are awful, but the third one, the third one on is pretty awesome. I'll admit I'm a big Harry Potter. I mean, people who listen to this podcast know. It just meant I missed the boat on it. I was, that was when I was in New Orleans drinking heavily. So. Right, right. <laughs> uh, I'm the only person who owns that doesn't drink. Yeah, so it was. Uh... So, but uh, so so you haven't done the it was it was breakfast beer 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 for breakfast. There you go. So you haven't done that in like two or three years now. No, I haven't done that for a while. And honestly, 
Um, it's really funny when you move from one city to another city how it how very true that when in Rome thing becomes because Dallas was so big it still is so big into the craft beer thing um, and uh, we're gonna um, we're gonna have to pause here just a second because I'm putting in a to go order for my husband <laughs> um, but I can still tell you this uh, let's just get the pizza people on the, on the phone yeah, really. <laughs> let's just do an order online uh the uh, you move to a place like Nashville and you're here in bourbon country. And so we came here all like beer, beer, beer. And all of our friends were like, yeah, but we drink bourbon. And it took us all of, I don't know, six to eight months. And we were full on. We went to Kentucky and did the bourbon trail. And Bardstown is, is a place that nobody's really heard of, but you should definitely visit, especially uh, if you can enjoy a cocktail. Um, because it's just where all the bourbons are distilled, and it's crazy. Hey, bur- um, and so, and especially my husband, because then he put a bar in the house, and he started really liking to mix bourbon drinks, and it got really insane. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, our beers went from all these expensive craft beers in our fridge to high life. <laughs> yeah. And I felt like such a hypocrite. And I'm like, well, you know, you can only spend money on uh, on one thing or another, right? Okay, hold on. Hit pause. Woo! Sound like some <laughs> sound like some great dinner. Yeah, and Good they time. did have carnitas. That, nice. That's like all my husband eats. Really? So. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's really specific. Yeah, but I won't eat oh, anything yeah? else in the world but that. Well, so, as far as when Mexican food is concerned. Ah, uh, gotcha. Oh, yeah, gotcha, like, gotcha. that's like his, uh, I don't know about you, like, when it comes to, we, we're we nerds, and this, again, is taking this way off base, but when it comes to, like, a Mexican restaurant, the way I know it's a good res- Mexican restaurant is by the salsa and the guacamole. He knows it is if they have garni- carnitas on the menu. Uh, we base our Italian restaurant on you have to go once and just get the lasagna, and if it's any good, then you can come back. <laughs> <laughs> You're so weird. Now, now mine is uh, for Mexican restaurant if the fajitas are good. Yeah. That's how we, I judge it. We think fajitas are annoying. Really? They're so loud. <laughs> Wait, your your fajitas talk to you? <laughs> they're they're freaking... They come out. Everybody looks at it. Freaking fajita party. That's the sound of deliciousness. I guess. There you go. Annoying that's, that's, food. That's, that's your next commercial. You can you can have that when it's on me. <laughs> the sound know, of just, all, Like, why do they need to be so loud? Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people kinda, say that about me. I was gonna say it's kind of like certain <laughs> they say people. It to me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are all human fajitas. <laughs> I guess I, that's that's a, the episode. That would be yeah. <laughs> that'd be an interesting movie uh, as well. Uh, Melissa sounded cute. Uh, oh, who? Oh, on the phone? <laughs> you heard her? Oh, that's so funny. Oh, we heard we heard everything, so we we're just like, yeah, we're just going with it. I love it. <laughs> I, w- I even suggested that you get your husband the rice because I figured, you know, it's probably be a good stuff. Yeah, it's hard with him because he's he. I'm trying. We're trying to do this thing. I, I'm really big on New Year's resolutions, so I was like, we're gonna. I want to eat more veggies. And eat healthy. But then he'll take that like two steps further and be like, I'm not going to drink any beer during the week. And I'm not going to eat any fried food. And I'm like, man, 
<laughs> Would you stop? Stop yeah, opening it, man. Be like, good luck with that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, what's more healthy, the black beans or the rice? Probably the black. I don't know. And then, I'm, of course, I get the refried beans because. <laughs> you know, if it was more healthy, you wouldn't eat Mexican food. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I know. But I, I told him this was a special night because I'm I have PMS and I hate love. It happens. It happens. You know. <laughs> you know what's really? I don't funny? know if you hear this vodka in the background, so you can kiss my ass. I do. I do hear you drinking. I didn't know it was vodka, but I do hear you drinking. I was like, and and we have. It's so funny. And you're. I don't know if you're like this because you've got a baby now, but we, you know, we slowed down as we've gotten older. We don't drink oh, yeah. as much during the week. He likes to have a little bit of bourbon here and there, but I really don't drink a lot during the week so it's only when i'm like god damn it <laughs> <laughs> no i've actually i've actually stopped a, like drinking completely i haven't I haven't had Both a, of you have stopped yeah well i have yeah you have I can only tell because I haven't seen your balls in the last. Exactly, oh, okay. exactly. I, you both said that you both completely stopped. Okay. Like I haven't, I haven't I, drank I in drink. a long time. I mean, He's I, never. I, I'll, I'll have a drink on occasion, like if I'm in a bad mood. But like I've never, I've, I've literally never been drunk a day in my life. Oh wow. Well, I guess I can't speak to that. So. I definitely can't speak to that because I've been naked on stage several times, and I <laughs> don't oh. remember half those things. I'm but I have to take you home. I know. <laughs> That's awesome. So I do know I have been, you know, drunk a few times. <laughs> I've actually been naked in parking lots and have pictures of me planking naked on the ground. So, oh my god! See, I haven't been there. I mean, oh yeah. I usually get, I get, like, to where I have to lay down and go to sleep before that happens. So. <laughs> well, you know, I was in, I was in a band for fifteen years, so we used to do some pretty obnoxious stuff. So that. Oh, I'm gonna know. outdo you, and I'm gonna outdo you. Yeah, Weird. pretty. Fun. Pretty much. That's yeah. how it ended up. And and you know, I'd run around the place and uh and here's Adam. Are you okay? You're okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. Are you sure? Can you get home? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I he'd sit there. You, Uber has been an amazing thing. Like <sighs> I've thought about doing that. Like Oh, I, you should for extra dough? Yeah. But then I'd have to clean my car. Sounds like a Oh pain my god. Pass. I, I don't think I've met an Uber driver yet who has had has not had somebody puke in their car. Nice. Or pass out. Oh, no, I meant for my trash. I, 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 <laughs> I didn't even think about somebody throwing up in my car. Oh, man. That'd be good. That'd be good. That'd be good stories for the uh, for the show if you were an Uber driver. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Think Dude. About, you could start a taxi cab confession. God, be, we've got so many ideas we've come up just that, that, that would That would be incredible. That would be so good. Yeah, but that taxi cab confession would be... So people, two people were fucking in my car. So I pulled over and watched. <laughs> we watched. <laughs> I got the video if you really want to see it. I, I pulled up to Wayne's. I pulled up to Wayne's house and was like, "Dude, you got to see this." <laughs> oh God. Oh, uh, yeah, but people are. I mean, uh, we were. I was actually in New Orleans for New Year's Eve, and awesome. it was so nice because we just Ubered everywhere. But. Interestingly enough, New Year's Eve night from like 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., there were no Ubers to be found. And uh, one of our friends thought ahead and like ordered a car service, like a nice limo for us. Uh, next day, we were talking to uh, an Uber driver, and she said the rates, like they do the increased rates or whatever. Yeah. Said it, uh, she charged someone like $150 to go a couple blocks. Yep. <laughs> it's like. To be fair, it took three hours to get those three blocks. Yeah, well, I'm sure. It was a, it was a, I, well, 
I'm trying to think if I spent time down in the quarter when I lived there for New Year's. I may not have. I probably did the uh, the tree burning stuff more often, but it was uh, it was busy. <laughs> I went I went downtown once for New Year's Eve. Yeah, I don't ever need to do it again. It's like going down there for Mardi Gras. I, would, I only went there in a cup like twice, and it's yeah. the most obnoxious thing in the world. And I get it if you're you're from out of town and you want to go down there to experience it. That's awesome. Go ahead, go for it. But if you're from here, don't be an idiot and go stand there and just stand in the middle of Bourbon Street and not move right. for an hour. Right. Well, and we didn't. I will say we didn't do that. We went to dinner and then we. So our friends are really into tiki. Do you know that this is a thing, the tiki thing? No. Tiki. It's a thing. Well, like the tiki, 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 tiki room? Yeah. Any tiki rooms. Tiki drinks, tiki apparel, tiki Are you furniture. serious? And there's, and there's places like that down here? Yes. This is like so the 1980s revamp yeah, all I mean, over the 80s, again. There was definitely stuff like that, but I haven't seen it. So go there is a, I can't believe I'm the one telling you this. So, okay. A couple of our friends from Nashville. That's, this is why we went down. They're so into tiki. And there is, uh, like, the godfather of tiki opened a restaurant in New Orleans called Latitude 29. He literally wrote a book, traveled around all the tiki bars, created a few tiki drinks, um, and opened a restaurant in New Orleans <laughs> called Latitude 29. I, I'm not yeah. laughing at you. I'm laughing at the whole situation that tiki is a thing. It's a thing. Look, I'm, I it's, swear to you, when we're done, or you can do it right now, Google, uh, there's... There's tiki. My friends are part of a tiki fraternity. There's tiki conferences. This is amazing. There's tiki magazines. What What do you do in the tiki fraternity? Spank each other with those little umbrellas? I guess. Yeah. There's a lot of little umbrellas going on, and uh, they. It's oh, my dog. Can you hear my dog moaning? You need to go outside. <laughs> He's thinking about the tiki too. I'm like, oh, you're talking yes. about that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> and but I will say, I mean, I'm not a fan of rum. But the drinks. Us neither. Yeah, because he I never know. shows up. Oh. <laughs> That's a- We're kidding, Ron. We love you. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. I got to let my dog out now. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, this is a, a very amazing episode. It's uh, quite interesting. Yeah, we're all uh, all over the place. All over the place. This is, this is even more all over the place than normal for us. Eh, I don't know. We've we've had a few episodes where. Uh, are, are you are you making fun of me because it's all over the uh, place? No, it's no, no, just in general. It's, it's us yeah. too. No, no, no. We were just talking about like we we've had we've I, we've definitely had like episodes where where things were more. In fact, I just did some cover art for the old Hannibal episode, and that one was <laughs> that was a weird episode. Yeah. <laughs> his his phone his his Skype kept dropping out every like say five minutes. Uh huh. And so it's like an hour and a half of like him telling a story and then cutting off and then coming back in. Oh god. It was amazing. Oh Editing that was fun. I can imagine. Ugh. Well, here's what I will tell you. If you get a chance. Okay. I know you guys are big drinkers, but Latitude 29 has oh, I mean, just try one they they make they're beautiful. The cups they put them in are beautiful. They dress them all up. I mean, it's like a work of art. What we did for New Year's Eve was went upstairs to the shitty tiki bar called Tiki Tolteca. The awesome thing about that was there was, like, no one there. They opened up the windows. We had a couch. We had a full view of the fireworks and, like, a whole bar to ourselves. So that was nice. That's cool. It was just the walking back through the people to get to our car. Mm -hmm. Uh, People. People. Yeah. Oh, yes. Me, too. A lot of them. (laughs) 
And that's why I was like, yeah, I don't think I've done the downtown New Orleans before because I would have re- remembered this feeling of how much I hate people. Well, we, you know, we grew up down here, so like by the time you're basically 19, you're pretty much sick of downtown New Orleans. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're, unless you're my boss, and he likes to go down there like every weekend. That's his. Oh, really? That's his thing. Like he'll, he'll go down there and get drunk and hang out, and I mean, he's, yeah, I mean, that's what he likes to do. Him and his wife. So I'm like, that's cool. Just you know, you should invest in a bulletproof vest and be more careful. Oh, I know. Well, God, that's so sad. It's just so sad. We we actually stayed in a a really nice house in the Bywater, and that was kind of the the only because the Bywater's on that you know it's it's coming around. I guess it's the next new it's, thing. It's to not go. really. It's not. You really. don't think it will? <laughs> no. I'm, well, I'm, it's I'm, still, I've been there it's recently. It's still cruddy. It's still cruddy. I will say that because believe me, we did not walk around at night. Yeah. Um, but it, it you know it's better. I never. I don't even think I went there at all when I lived there. Right. Um, I met people <laughs> Nobody at does. for breakfast, and that was about it. It's one um, of those places. I'm sorry. No, go on. Uh, it's one of those places where they, like, they'll put money into, like, one building. Right. But everything around it is, like, I mean, pretty much like a scene from, uh, uh, you know, the new, uh, god damn it, the, the NWA movie. Straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. Like, it's. You know, it's it's in and honestly, the only building I can think of that that was really fancy was like the artist housing, uh-huh. like little like dorm room apartments and stuff right. like that. Like I, I don't know, like it's it's just one of those things. Like you know, when Treme was on, all, all of a sudden people were like, "Oh, the Treme," you know. <laughs> Let's go move there. Yeah, like, go uh, ahead. Nobody was like, "Ooh, the Treme." Ten years ago. Right, right, right. <laughs> they were like, "Oh shit!" I gotta <laughs> drive through this neighborhood. Got the wrong corner. <laughs> yeah, it's like, "Oh my god, lock your doors." Right. There's a <laughs> website called Only in Your State or something like that where you mm-hmm. can. Uh, the basically, uh, they hire people in each state to write articles about that state. Right. So I started looking through it and I found like this one that was like a list of eleven restaurants in Louisiana that you have to try. Right. And like number seven. Was Bubba Gump Shrimp Company? Are you kidding me? That's obnoxious. I'm not kidding. And <laughs> there's one in Vegas. I was just in Vegas. Well, like it's- beyond that, like if you've seen Forrest Gump at all, it's Georgia based. Even if you were right. to go, like it's one thing to go Zia's, where which is a chain, but I'm pretty sure that's Louisiana based. You know, but but when you go Bubba Gump Shrimp Company is it's <laughs> like the number eight place in Louisiana. And uh, and I was like, who wrote this? And I look at the bottom, and the writer, uh, her bio said something like, "For a living, she she studies dreams, and she lives in the Marini." And I was like, "Oh, she lives in the Marini. Oh, she's she's not from here. She's <laughs> like, because only people who are not from here live, live in the Marini, yeah, or at least need to let you know that, you know? Right? Yeah, not New Orleans, the Marini. Right." It's yeah. it's a it's definitely a hipster thing, and I think part of that oh. also is though, and that and this, maybe this is why it'll never build up. Part of that is you can't just be a hipster and like move to the Treme. You have to live the Treme lifestyle. So oh yes, hundred percent. Oh, that was I've I've got some old friends who came to visit, and they were like I and she, this girl, she went on a rant. She's like, I'm really sick and tired of this whole how New Orleanian are you, and I'm Nola, and be your Nola, and I'm so Nola. And she's like, I pay. Fucking taxes. How's that? <laughs> I paid the I paid the uh, toll bridge when it was here, so I know I'm Nola. Yes, it's like oh my god! I you know 
Seriously, and God love them. I'm friends with uh, Blake and Patrick at the Dirty Coast. I was there with them when they opened their store. <laughs> um, but they just came out with a How to Be a New Orleanian book. Really? Or something. And I was like, guys. Come on. No. But no. people people eat that shit up, though. I mean, I, I've always said, like, if you're going to, like, if you're from New Orleans, or even if you're not, if, you, if you're in another state and you want to start a restaurant, do, like, a Louisiana blackened whatever yeah. restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> do some kind of, everything. just say you're, no, no, just no, say no, you're doing Louisiana Cajun. Style. Just do, do, throw a lot of pepper on something and say it's Cajun, and I guarantee you will sell everything. Yeah. Right, just. Just kill an animal and just be like, "This is roadkill." <laughs> like, this is what this is what we eat when you're Creole. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's another thing that kills me, Creole. God, oh, that's so sad. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get that. Yeah, we don't have a lot of that here. Don't have. And the people who are from Nashville, you don't. There, there's not a lot of people from Nashville here anyway. But if they're from, they are from Nashville, and they don't, they don't talk all right. <laughs> 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 I, 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 I love that accent, by the way. That's nice. Yeah, That's and then one. there, and then there's you know Justin Timberlake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, he lives there now. Oh yeah. So oh, and this is it's so funny. I can relate to the whole uh, people from out of town trying to say they know what's up. So um, uh, one of my friends from Dallas was like, "Hey, I'm going to go to Nashville. Tell me where to go." So there's this long, this is on Facebook, this long list of all these people. Go here, go here. Never heard of these restaurants, these stores. Never, I've lived here for three years now. I'm like, what? And, uh, and then I start looking at their profiles. They're all from Dallas, from somewhere else. I Like, they're not from here. And uh, my favorite was somebody said, oh, go to Franklin and see and, and tour the famous people's homes or whatever. The country music stars' homes. So Franklin is basically Metairie. Nice. And um eh, it's it's way more expensive than that. Well, but I have a lot it's <laughs> but mean it in, is, you mean in comparison. Okay, I know what you parts, mean though. I know there what you are mean. Parts of Franklin that yeah, you can spend some money on, but there are also parts of Franklin where people are just there for the good schools. Oh, yeah, and you know, you can get you know, you can get your McMansion, you mm. know, for your three hundred thousand dollars or whatever. Um but People like the real celebrities, like Justin Timberlake, like, like Nicole Kidman, they are out in BFE. They're in a place called Leaper's Fork. And that's a good 45-minute hour drive away from people. Or they're in Bell Mead, which is like an entire gated city, it feels like. Like, just driving through there, you're like, we don't belong here. <laughs> um, I mean, you know when you're in Celebrityville, and Franklin is not celebrity. Here's who lives in Franklin. Yes, famous people live there. One of them is a neighbor of my friend. His name is Lee Greenwood. Okay. Nice, nice. He's proud to be American. Proud to be American. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, does he count? Is he a celebrity or is Nicole Kidman a celebrity? I, I think I think he became a celebrity a billion years ago, and he is no longer, you know, in the right. eye of anybody. I, think, I don't think anybody uh, even knows that song anymore. I think Franklin used to have more celebrities. I think I think a lot of them maybe still own property there, but but yeah, Keith Urban and, and Nicole Kidman aren't in Nashville mostly. No, no, no. And and the deal is in Leapers Fork, you can have acres, like acres and acres. Franklin's all been built in now. I mean, it's you can't have any room to yourself. Yeah. Um, that's that's just the deal. And Leapers Fork is like this. <sighs> You should see it. 
<laughs> I would like to. <laughs> it, Incidentally, uh, whenever I'm in Nashville, I like to stop at least one day in Franklin just to eat Puckets. Puckets is good. For breakfast. Yeah. Puckets is really good. It's, so is, uh, uh, it's a grocery a- store with a restaurant in it. Yeah. And there's another place, um, and I don't know why my... Uh, where's my... Oh, the biscuits. Oh, you're talking place. about Loveless Cafe. Yes, it's my other favorite place. I, I like we, well, it's funny enough. I went to Puckett's because we tried to eat at Loveless Cafe because I don't know how. I'm sure they were popular, but I don't know how popular they were before the Travel Channel. But after the Travel Channel, you know, if you're trying to go there on a Sunday, it's like a six-hour wait or something like that. Oh, so, really? <laughs> yeah, because we went on like it was like our last day when we tried to go and. Uh, they were like, it was 11 o'clock, and they were like, yeah, I think we have an opening at 4. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Like, like I don't, like, are the eggs from, like, a virgin in Thailand? What? <laughs> yeah. And I've never had to deal with, I, you know, I can, we go, I, I've never dealt with that. I don't know. I don't know when I've been. I guess I've never been on a Sunday. I also don't do brunch when, mm. brunch was a big Dallas thing. And so I got out of the habit when I moved here. Hold on, that's my dog. <laughs> Your dog? That's not my dog. Well, I thought maybe it might have been the one outside of my house. Uh, yapping. Oh, I can't even hear any of that. It's not anymore. It was yapping for a second, so I thought maybe she might have heard that. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's all right. We were just discussing whether or not it was actually your dog or whether or not it was the neighbor's dog that to me. is on a lot of our episodes lately. Yeah, I have a new neighbor, and he's a complete jackass. I don't really know who he is, but he, he's a, uh, a Spanish gentleman that moved into the apartments adjacent to ours, and uh, he has this loud Westie that he leaves outside all the time. So it just so happens that my uh, patio window is directly across from his, so the dog starts going, yap, 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 all the damn time. So, yeah, yeah, I've, I, you know... <laughs> that's that's funny because our so we have neighbors and they're from Tennessee. <laughs> they're gonna run you out of town. <laughs> oh, no, gonna like me here. Uh, that's okay. I don't care. Um, and uh, sweet, sweet couple though. Very sweet. They you know they'll um, they mow our side of the yard kind of thing. You know that kind of couple. But well, that's nice. They keep, yeah, they keep collecting these dogs and they leave them outside. And the dogs bark, not kind of like you, like non-stop. And Peggy, our dog, is like not a barker, but now she's like she goes outside and she's like, oh, it's barking time. It, she's she's so learning. Funny. When you say yes. she she collects dogs, is this a tall, emaciated white woman with maybe like a white <laughs> streak in her hair? You know, you wish. Uh, I wish that I had a. What's her name? Uh, Cruella DeVille. That would be better. Um, no, it's uh, they're just they just have all these dogs. They're animal hoarders, man. Yeah. Well, they're it's close enough. I think they have four now, and it's that point where they've got all these kids and stepkids, and the kids and stepkids are like, I can't take care of this dog. It won't fit in my trailer. Here. <laughs> oh. I love it. Yeah. I can't take care of the dog, damn it. Mama, daddy, would you please take this? Yeah. It's, it's never a good thing when you're that person that people know. Like, uh, like if you show up with, like, a puppy or a cat, you know, and they're, they're just like, like oh, oh, you're that I guy. Can't, I can't, but, uh, I guess. 
yeah. I and that's that's who they are, and I, I feel bad for the animals because they're just they're like, in the cold and the ugh. man. I deal with that every day. Uh, you know, I, I'm a veterinary technician, so I work and, oh. and and I deal with these crazy, crazy hoarder people. Oh. oh my God! They'll come in and like there's okay. I won't mention any names, but there's this this is two. There's an, an an elderly gentleman. He's probably in his maybe his eighties, and there's a younger guy that that lives with him. Now I don't know if they're a couple or if they're related or what. Like we don't we can't understand. You know the the, the older guy he talks all proper and you know he he's, he reminds me of the Monopoly guy when he talks. You know he's like oh hello you know and then they got the other guy who's like this almost like a uh, a battered woman. Where he's like he he has his hands like <laughs> like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons all curled up into his chest and he's kind of like yes and um this, and so they have this weird so it says like this weird vibe right so they always bring these animals in they actually own two homes they have one home that they live in then they have a second home that's nothing but animals oh my god the the worst part is every time they bring in one of their cats. It's full of shit. Oh. So I can just imagine that this house, because they have like 27 cats. So I can imagine this house. Haven't you seen those episodes of Hoarders where they just are like, oh, and here's a cat carcass. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, and I think that's what I, I'm picturing in my head. Like this house is yeah. full of these half dead animals and there's like there's like shit stains on the walls. Oh, and you know, yeah. and these, these two guys smell like cat pee. Like it's the worst. It's it's the worst of the worst of people in humanity because I get it. They're trying to be. I like how you didn't want to use names, but it's so descriptive that it couldn't possibly be. If these two, if these two people are listening to my podcast right now, I'm sorry, but you stink. I think they're in your demographic. Yeah, I don't think so. But it's it's so bad because like. These poor guys, I, I can't even say poor guys, they're so delusional that they're trying to save every animal on the, on the planet that they're actually just doing harm to everything that they have. <laughs> it's so bad. But I see this a lot. Like, I, that's not that's not even the worst story. I can't imagine. I'm sure you do. I, I, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> we, could give, we could give their address to Fong's out in Kenner. Yeah, that's true. We can you know, always bring them over there in case they need this extra meat. But if you hey, if you ever notice this, okay, look, when you go to a veterinary clinic, I guarantee you within the block radius from there's, there's a Chinese food restaurant. I promise. Oh, shut you. up. Look, every clinic I've ever worked at, and I've worked at five, not even a block away, there's been a Chinese restaurant. It's so weird, I swear. <laughs> Never eating Chinese food again. <laughs> I'm not saying that we... I'm going to have to go to Epcot to eat Chinese again. <laughs> I don't care. It's never going to stop me. Well, no, I'm not saying that they were using it. I just think it's kind of a funny, ironic thing that, that, that you know, uh -huh. it's that far away yeah. from it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Funny, I'm sorry. Ironic. I'm sorry. I just, I just kind of, you know, blew my cover there. Yeah, we have a freezer in the back that's called, you know, for, for the restaurant, for us. You know, I get it. Sorry. Damn it. Mm. <laughs> well, I hope my boss is not listening to this one. He's going to be pissed. Sicko. 
<laughs> Quick, change subjects. Can't change subjects. Uh. Um, my Mexican is on the way home. That sounds wrong. Wow. Is he do your pools your too? <laughs> yeah. oh, boom. Well, that's good. At least, at least your Mexican will be home. Yeah. It's going to be a good night for me. Yeah. Especially yeah. since, you know. Does Melissa deliver the carnitas herself? Wouldn't that be nice? Well, we'll we'll see how my husband enjoyed Melissa. <laughs> wow! Hello. Apparently, you've been driving an Uber. What? <laughs> I had a vodka. Uh, nice. Yeah, I can do that. I work from home. It's a really hard commute to walk from my bed to my closet. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting to the point where I'm so spoiled now. I'm like, you know, people are like, we need this by 9 a.m. I'm like, ugh. Do you know what time that is? <laughs> I'm like, I'm still drinking coffee, okay? <laughs> if only I could have to be to work for 9 a.m. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's that's like an early morning for me too. Most stuff doesn't come in till after like eleven a.m. You you know you know when you're poor is when your your dream job is just not to have to be to work, not to get like, up like till yeah. like eight nine a.m. It's like eight eight thirty would be awesome. Like that'd be like my favorite day, you know, time that you'd be able to get up and be at work at that time. Yeah, that's usually right when I'm having coffee in the bed and cuddling with the dog. So now you know. Sorry, yeah, but listen, so huh? No, no, go ahead. Well, I did morning radio for ten years, so that's yeah, true. That's true. That's true. You paid your, you paid your dues because you now. Now I love my my uh, sleeping in. Yeah. 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 But there were advantages, you know, delivering parts for a living. There's no, there's no, there's no upside to that. <laughs> Every morning's just like, God damn. It's what like really. It's four thirty in the morning. Really, I have to get up. I should have listened to Momo when she said I'd be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, you can go back to school and get lots of money and debt, just no, like my husband did. I really couldn't. Nah, couldn't do that. <laughs> nah. It was, I will say, occupational therapy. The only people who go to school for that are 22-year-old females. So he did enjoy that. Hmm. Better watch him. Hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. He went to Belize with all of them. They took a school trip. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they yeah. call uh-huh. school trip, right? Right. Yeah. They take this big picture and send it back to me. It's him and a bunch of skinny, many twenty-two-year-old co-ed girls getting their drink on. I'm like, "Hi, honey, that's great. Are you having fun, asshole?" Yeah. <laughs> Did you just send him like text pictures of of like you with with different types of firearms and? I should have done something. I was there's what could I do? <laughs> We're going to the bar. We're gonna go drink some margaritas. Just you say, you know, like doing uh, uh vimeos or what? What is it? Vines. Vines. Of, uh, of like shoving like sausages into grinders and. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that went somewhere. Yikes! Yeah. Mm, it usually uh, does on this damn show. Yeah. I've got I've got, I've got issues. <laughs> yeah. He made it out alive. But uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, now, I, now I know what my mission is in life. <laughs> you want to be an OT? Go to school with young Cohen. I don't even know what that is, to be honest with you. Uh, I will tell you because he'll be really proud that I said this on the show. Uh, physical therapy is everything waist down. Occupational therapy therapy is everything waist up. Nice. Physical therapists teach you how to walk. Occupational therapists teach you how to dance. Um, 
they, their big joke because they always are having to defend themselves against physical therapists. They're like, oh, okay, so the PT is going to teach you how to walk. How are you going to brush your teeth, go to the bathroom, wash yourself, do the dishes? <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> I could do that. Well, well you got to go to school except for, it, for the dancing part. Well, they, you know, it's it's more of like they try to get people. You know, back to where they were working. He had, right. he has some really neat patients that he works with, like people who got their hands stuck in like grinders and wow, uh, yeah, like just we, we need to get your husband's number for Rome. Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, you do. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, he he need, he needs, definitely needs a therapist. You, you could you could actually get out of debt within like three years. Yeah, with all the stuff you. he's gone through. Oh man. It, it not one, but maybe once a month we'll get an incident like this. That's so awesome! Like crazy stuff. Like he's been stabbed with like hypodermic needles from homeless oh my people. God. Yeah, my favorite is the story about his dad. Uh, which one? Uh, we uh, in November of I guess 2014 we went to his house for Thanksgiving, and uh, <laughs> we uh, his dad and his mom were there. And uh, so, and I, you know, I'd never met them before. And I said, Rum, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be weird or rude, but uh, I really want to ask your parents, what was it like having you as a child, like with you being so accident prone? Oh, yeah. And he that. says, uh, he's like, I mean, it wouldn't be weird. I was like, but I mean, they're not going to say much. I mean, like, because I, I honestly, I get it from dad. And I was like, I was like, really? And he says, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, so apparently one day uh, he grew up on a farm in Pennsylvania. And uh, he said one day he was he was in the kitchen with his mom and uh, his dad came in from the field uh, holding his throat with red covering it. And uh, he had I forget exactly what happened, but like his shirt had got caught in a chainsaw. Yeah, and, and he sliced his throat with the chainsaw. Yeah, oh he, my God, he almost decapitated. Yes, he almost decapitated yes. himself. And oh his God. mom's response was to go get the dish towels. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We got it. <laughs> don't 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 sweat it. It's okay. We got Pull this. Some on it. No big deal. And yeah. so this man is like sitting in the next room with like this like scar from when he sliced his throat open with a chainsaw. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, anything I did really was like, yeah, just part for the course. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he had any incidents with chainsaws. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that the wife was like, I got it. Don't Let's worry about it. We, we do this all the time. It's okay. We used to, it kind of reminds me of the joke we'd make about my mom. Uh, <laughs> it didn't matter what was wrong with you. I don't know if you had moms like this, too. It didn't matter what was wrong with you. A tummy ache, your tooth was loose, you, I don't know, if you had a a broken left leg if you had diarrhea if, if you were like mom i I'm, I'm in pain she would just yell at you with her scotch in her hand and just say lay on your side <laughs> like, that was her answer to everything like mom, mom, mom i need help with my homework lay on your side <laughs> mom my ribs broken lay on your side i mean it was all the time no matter it was just like her way of being like go away i'm with my scotch that's awesome <laughs> Mom, I think I might be gay. Just lay on your side. Lay on your side. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. It'll go away in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> my mom did that with, a, like, if I ever had a pain or something, I would say something. She'd say, put your hands over your head. and take <laughs> Put your hands over your head. Take deep breaths. I'm like, okay. And I'm, here I am looking like an idiot trying to. Yeah. 
<laughs> I would do the same thing. My and this is a good one for you, or, or, since you're a new father. Yes, this is brand new. Ba- okay, um, my favorite thing, and I fell for it every time, because you know when you're what between the ages of basically four and thirteen, all you are is just a ball of energy. Right. Yeah. And um, my dad would just be like, "Anne, how many times can you run around the house?" And I'd be like, "I don't know. Let's go see." <laughs> That's a perfect plan. I like that. And the way he did it, I was always do it. Yeah. <laughs> or like, how many times can you run around the house in five minutes? Or just see how many times you can run around. Yeah. I yeah, but do that's it. a double-edged like, sword. Huh? That's a double-edged sword, though, because like, if the kid's 15 and he's still doing it, that's a litmus test for how stupid he is. Well, right. But I'm saying, like, it's just, <laughs> well, that's why I'm giving it like a, I think I stopped doing it around 10 or 11, but yeah, sliding scale. <laughs> Maybe you guys would go to 15. I don't know. I think I'd be... I mean, my dad would dash me now. I'd probably still run around the damn building. <laughs> like, I don't know, Dad. Let me see. Oh, fuck. I can't even run around the building once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of shape. Oh, that was such a good one. <laughs> my dad didn't need to do things like that. He he had this thing that he called the stick. Oh, Nice, nice. It was a piece of... uh. Uh, crown molding from the wall he ripped <laughs> off and uh and when that stopped working he had this thing called the pipe <laughs> what he just went up in levels right yeah did he well, ever no, use them or did he just lay no, them he out? never he used the stick for sure the pipe yeah he just hung above the when the the door sill right a, and looked at occasionally yeah it was pretty functional i mean we had the same thing with the belt like we he never used the belt but he always pointed at it that's, you know, yeah. you didn't need to do anything with it. Just know that it was there. Yeah, my dad never, I never, I was never hit as a kid. Yeah. Al- although I should have probably been several times. But my dad would just turn around and say, you want me to give you something to cry about? Yeah. And when he said that, it was done. Like, I was yeah. done. I wasn't going to say a damn thing after that. Well, and it's something, too, about your dad instead of your mom. Right. And uh, and also with my dad, and maybe this is why I do what I do, but he had this huge booming voice. Yeah. Like you could hear it from miles away. So where my mom was like, Don't you do that, Ann, my dad was like, <laughs> You know, it was like, Oh my god, it's like a monster coming from the deep and you're like <laughs> You're like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna go sit down now. Yeah, yeah, it was like it trembled the depths of your soul, and yeah. you're like, "Okay, I will never do bad again." Like the my old, dad, huh? My my dad sounded like Chewbacca, so he pretty much had to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. My, <laughs> I, I believe the only discipline besides getting punished, like physical discipline, I ever got. This is a funny story because uh, I've told this several times. I don't know if I told it on the on the show or not, but uh, when I was a little kid, uh, we went to. Woolworth on Canal Street. And yes, that is going to age me because that store's been closed for like over 20 years. Every uh, yeah, yeah, I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I used to work at Woolworth. That was my first job, actually. Um, but anyway, uh, we went and um, here I am, a little kid, probably about five. And I pick up these two rubber snakes. You know those fucking just rubber silly yeah. snakes? Yeah. And, I, and my mom says, okay, you can have one. And I said, no, I want two. <laughs> and she says, no, you can have one. So she grabbed the one out of my hand, and I bit the shit out of her. Oh, my God. Wait. So 
she grabs me. She, yeah, I was 30. She grabs me and drags me into the middle of Canal Street. Now, my dad's screaming like, what the hell's going on? What are you doing? He, she's bringing me out in the middle. She brought me in the middle of Canal Street and bit me in front of everybody. That's awesome. So, I never bit again after that. That was the only time I ever bit anybody. It's and funny it the things, over. and you remember that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That Do you was... know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many things that happened to you in that time in your life, but you remember that. That was the, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I will never bite my mom again. Fuck that shit. That's hysterical. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yep, that was my discipline right there. Love it. She was a smart lady. Yeah, and then, you know, every time I go to the store now and I'll see these rubber snakes, it <laughs> reminds me of that. So I'll, now I'll you take. a small child. No, now, now I'll, pay, I'll pick up pictures and go, now I got two. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> always, I always send her a picture of two of them. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. So. Well, uh, I gotta be eating my Mexican food here. My Mexican. Understood. Be- it, it, Thank you for joining us. Yes. I, I don't know how long your show usually goes. I didn't know if it was an hour and a half. It, or it just goes to three hours. It, go, it goes until half. you feel like getting off. It's fine. Well, usually we usually do about an hour. So, yeah. so we're about that. So we're good. I'm uh, I'm hangry and my vodka is empty and my Mexican is about to walk through the door mm. in about five minutes. That sounds Oops. like a hell of a porn. Pablo. I know, doesn't it sound awesome? <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's Javier Bardem. <laughs> you know what? I have no idea who that is. I don't think he's Mexican. Isn't he Spanish? I know. Is he Spanish? Whatever. <laughs> Latino. I don't care. Mm. He's hot. Yes. A little bit of vodka and we all get racist. I know. <laughs> we all get racist. <laughs> all right. Well, he tans uh, well. That's all I know. If you if you have a business that could use a voiceover art, or artist, excuse me, don't don't hire me. Obviously, <laughs> I now do. Apparently, now I can do a Tennessee uh, accent. Yes, <laughs> it's perfect. Too. So, if you want I your Tennessee it. business to thrive, <laughs> <laughs> or if you just want to, you know, insult some racist people, just go for it. But didn't you say there was a, a country that listens to this more than anybody else? You guys told me you get like a lot. We, of- oh, we get some really strange I don't know countries. If we still get them, but we would get like uh, Nigeria and okay, and different parts of of like the Middle East, which presumably like, was like military. Military mostly. Yeah. But I'm, I'm hoping it's not like people learn English. <laughs> right. Yeah. From us. us. Uh, but about it. well, the interesting thing <laughs> is, I do know a lot of voiceovers and uh, radio imaging for stations around the country. I once did like Merry Christmas messages at a radio station in Japan and nice. Nigeria, of all places. That you said that they just emailed me trying to get me to work for them, but they're like, "We pay you ten dollars a job," and I was like, "No, thank you." <laughs> wow, that, that's awesome. I'll oh, take that yeah. for ten dollars. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So, if any of your international listeners, yes, yes. come to me, Vidra Voice. Yes, go find yes. her. Find Use her. VidraVoice.com. That's V Y D R A. <laughs> yes, voice.com. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That was all weird. right. It was good though. I liked it. Well, thank you for joining us. Yes, thanks for coming back on. It was very oh, fun. It was very fun. Yes. Thanks for having me. No problem. I'm- Sorry about the having to call for dinner and then my dog, but you know that's what you deal with when that's you get a, me. That's okay. It adds to the show. It's great. It's beautiful. That's what I'm here for. We might go get some Mexican ourselves. That's right. Go get a Mexican. Oh, that sounds horrible. God. <laughs> I'd like Mike. to. Mike. <laughs> build something for me. Okay. <laughs> Tell Melissa I said hello. Oh, okay, I will. All right. You guys be good. You Bye. too. Bye. Talk to you later.
Bye. All right. That was Ann Vidra. Yes. And, um, yeah, I was your host, Wayne. That came in late. I'm Adam, and I'm always on time. And Rum had to leave because he's injured. So remember to keep it metal. Metal. Oh, my God. They're not answering their phone. Thank you.